Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Venom R1 Business Class. I am your host. We are live at the barbecue. By the grace of God, everything is blessed. I'm just getting myself together here. We are broadcasting live from the Starbucks. And I got a fun-filled show coming up for you guys. We got a nice class to go over. Um, I have to do like some mental inventory. So today we're going to talk about the network that I discussed on Future Tech Plus. And um, we're going to do a mental note of what our journey will be for today because it's very important to write everything down first thing in the morning so we don't forget. Now we can have a very productive day. So looking at some bills here. Let me not um, misuse the, the resources, right? So let's start by check the markets real quick. We're going to check the news. See what's going on in the world. I think for today... We're going to do part of the psychology series and then we'll move on to current events. So, see if this thing is working. I don't understand. I've been having a problem with the Teletrader. Okay, let me see if I can. Um, yeah, we're not to come back to this. But let's, let's do the news. Let's do some. Let's um, go right ahead and get to the news. We're not going to do headlines. But this way I can, I can pretty much take the notes that I need to take. And kind of um, get our day started, right? So, let's move on to technology. Then we'll do business, right? Not a new Apple Watch. What else we got? What else we got? Ace 2 Pro. What else we got? Cast into the Pixel Tablet. That's going to be cool. Upgrade PC or buy a new one. That's going to be cool for the economy. Pixel Watch 2, okay, nice little competition for Apple's um, device. And the Galaxy Fold review. So that's 1, 2, 3, 4. Uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6. Okay, and then let's do, um, let's do some business. See what's going on in the business world. Um, global market mixed. Mark Zuckerberg, Tesla cuts prices for Model Y in China. Yeah, that we want to know about. Um, stock market today, Dow futures gained, Asian markets tumble. You know what? I was looking at the markets last night, 
And um, I reached the same conclusion. Steel stock soars, explores options after rejecting. Okay. Go from there. Mm. Wall Street Journal, I've been having. Okay, 2.8 billion stake in Phillips. And what else we got? What else we got? Okay, Toyota recalls the Tundra. Yep, got to know about that. China's country garden seeks to delay onshore bond repayment. Okay, we'll do that. And then oil prices fall in the U.S. All right, that should give you a nice, healthy show for today. Indian rupee drops below $83. RBI likely intervenes. And then in Hong Kong... China stocks extend losses. Okay. All right. So, you know, let's start with, uh, let's mix this up a little bit. And then two. Here and then three would be one, two, three, four. There we go. Six, and then I got three more. Throw one there, we'll throw one there, and then we'll finish with some technology. Okay. So, before we get started, Let's talk about what's going to happen for today. So, I have two business meetings. I have one that I'm probably going to postpone until, I want to say Thursday. I could schedule it for Wednesday. I think we're going to do Thursday. Just so that we can be better prepared for that. Um... I have an interview right after the meeting, and there is pressure because, like I said, um, this particular gentleman, you know, he wants to become my business partner, and it's for more than one venture, so this is something that we want to take our time with, and I want us to explore that in the psychology series because sometimes, you know, we may feel pressure to accept, like saying yes, in fear of saying no. So I got my meeting, then I have a date with the wife, then I got to pick up my son. So we're going to do Future Tech Plus um, as soon as we finish up here. And um, for education, we'll see. I'm going to try to find a module that kind of fits. And um, we'll go by our priority list. So if you have any questions, send them in. And we'll respond to them in the order that they were received. So here we go. Oh, actually, you know what? I got my controller here. I'm bugging. I'm bugging here. Okay. So shall we dance? We shall. And here we go. Kermit. 
Apple planning major Apple Watch X redesigned to introduce new band system and more. This article is brought to you on behalf of MacRumors.com. Please log on to MacRumors.com and give them a check out, right? So, this is brought to you by Harley Charlton. Apple is planning a complete revamp of the Apple Watch for the device 10th anniversary, according to Bloomberg's Mark Gurman. In the latest edition of his Power On newsletter, Gurman dubs the overhaul device Apple Watch X similar to the 2017 iPhone X that celebrated 10 years of the iPhone. Since the original Apple Watch was unveiled in 2014 and launched in 2015, Gurman is unsure whether the Apple Watch X will be released in 2024 or 2025. Apple is apparently working on a thinner casing for the Apple Watch X, as well as different ways for bands to attach to the device. The mechanism for connecting bands to the Apple Watch's casting has remained the same since the device introduction, allowing bands to be compatible throughout different generations of the Apple Watch. Individuals involved in developing new Apple Watch models told Gurman that the existing band system takes up a large amount of space that could be better utilized for bigger batteries or other internal components. As such, Apple is now considering a magnetic band attachment system, but it is currently unclear whether it will be ready for the present or to present it on the Apple Watch X. The Apple Watch 10 could also co coincide with Apple's introduction of micro-LED display technology, which surpasses the color and clarity of existing OLED screens. It may also be the first Apple Watch to feature blood pressure monitoring. German added that the Apple Watch Series 9 is due to be only a minor refresh, similar to the incremental updates that the device has received in recent years. The new devices are expected to receive faster processors and new color options, but will otherwise be largely the same as existing models. German says it is arguably the most minor upgrade in the product's history. As a result, Apple has recently been considering switching the Apple Watch away from an annual upgrade cycle to offer more substantial updates less frequently, German says. He noted that the iPad started or started with an annual upgrade cycle, but this was, or this has now slowed to a refresh around every 18 months or so. Alright, so pretty cool on that. Let's move on to Hong Kong. Let's shut this down real quick. Alright. So, this article is brought to you on behalf of Forex Live. Please log on to ForexLive.com today's sponsor news Hong Kong's Hang Seng index opened a lot lower after further back property sector news this article is brought to you by Emmons Sheridan I posted earlier on the continued headline out of China's property development sector notable on country garden on of China's mammoth firms in the sector Hang Sen worried 
here's a huge Chinese property company preparing for a debt restructuring. Hang Seng, China property developer, country garden to suspend onshore bond trading. Lower our Shanghai Composite Index down around 0.9%. Shenzhen Component, Shinex, Hanzhen Index down around 2%. Hanzhen Tech Index. Offshore Yuan has shaken off the strong onshore Yuan setting. PBOC sets USD CNY central rate at 7.1685 versus estimate at 7.2461. But it, it is finding some strength as I update. Be wary of the state intervention from China on the weakness. That'll give you a nice little update. That way we can kind of measure the numbers in the economy. So, moving on to phonearena.com. This article is brought to you by Alan Friedman. Video shows how OnePlus Ace 2 Pro's display has an innovation the iPhone 14 Pro doesn't. And here we go. This coming Wednesday, OnePlus will unveil the OnePlus Ace 2 Pro and OnePlus China. President Gene Lewis posted about one of the exciting new features that will be found on the device. In a post, the executive put up his Weibo account. He mentions an innovation that translates as rainwater touches technology. This allows a user who just washes his hands or someone using the screen during a rainstorm to more reliably navigate around a wet touch screen. Gene Lewis said in his post that the first time that his research and development team discussed the rainwater touch technology with him, he was shocked. He noted that he often replies to messages on his phone right after washing his hands, so the feature, according to the translation, touched me very much. To help others learn about the technology, he posted a video on Weibo, which you can see in its entirety below, that shows how, in a simulated rainstorm, the OnePlus Ace 2 Pro was able to record the touch inputs from the user, while an iPhone 14 Pro could not. The device will be powered by the Snapdragon 8th Generation 2, and is expected to include 24 gigabytes of LPDDR5 RAM along with one terabyte of UFS 4.0 storage. The rear camera array will include a 50 megapixel primary camera and we expect to see a 5500 mAh battery powering the device. The phone will support a Zippy 150 watt fast charging system. A 6.4, I'm sorry, 6.74 inch curved OLED display with 1.5 thousand pixels will grace the device and the display will include 120 hertz refresh rate with a peak brightness of 1600 nits. The ultrasonic fingerprint scanner will be placed 2 centimeters higher than the location on the OnePlus phones for a better experience. The handset will be the first to employ the aerospace grade Tiagong cooling system. While the phone will be unveiled in China on August 16th, earlier rumors mentioned that the device will be subject of a global release. 
you should know much more about this phone on Wednesday. All right, moving on. India. This article is brought to you on behalf of routers.com. Please log on to routers.com. We're going to be in currencies. One quick second. All right. This article is brought to you. Okay. Currencies. Indian rupee drops below $83 US dollar. RBI likely intervenes. Mumbai, August 14th, on behalf of routers. Indian rupee on Monday declined below $83 to the US dollar for the first time since October 2022, prompting the Reserve Bank of India to intervene, three traders told routers. The rupee was at 82.9650 to the dollar by 9.32 a.m. IST down from 82.8450 on Friday. The currency had earlier dropped to 83.0725. The price action on the D2, the interbank order matching system, and the names we are hearing on the offer on USD INR suggests that the RBI is intervening, a dealer said. It's obviously not a surprise that the RBI is there, but today seemed like the first kind of day where it was possible they would relent. The rupee's Asian peers were all down, pressured by the rise in U.S. yields. The Korean won, the Malaysian rignin, and the Indonesian rupiah were down between 0.6% and 0.8%. Reporting by Nimes Bora, editing by Savio de Souza and Sonia Schema. This article is brought to you on behalf of ChromeUnbox.com. Your Pixel tablet may soon let you cast from your phone simply by standing in front of it. By Michael Perigo, please leave a comment. Google's Pixel tablet will soon let you cast to it simply by standing in front of it with your phone, which sounds like science fiction. If this comes to pass, it will be a departure from the conventional method but both the phone and tablet need to be on the same Wi-Fi network, and you need to manually select the casting device via an icon. This potential upgrade, first spotted by at AssembleDebug on Twitter or X, appears to make use of the Pixel Tablet's ultra-wideband UWB chip. The UWB technology can precisely detect devices in a three-dimensional space and could detect when your phone is within proximity to a screen. This feature is being called Media Tap to Transfer, which sounds fitting and simple. You can see it being shown off below Android Settings menu. Of course, you'll likely still need to tell it you'd like to cast, perhaps at least the first time. 
It is called media tap to transfer after all. I imagine you have to set or forget a preference because walking in front of the tablet display to go grab a bite to eat from the kitchen and having Lincoln Park remind you how numb you are at a higher decibel will probably get pretty old in the end. So far, there's been no official announcement to this, but it will likely be revealed in the near future, especially if it's already baked into Android's 14's menu in early builds. Discovered. I'm noticing that Google is relying more heavily on proximity-based interaction these days, and I kind of like that. I will say, though, that it would need to put some protections in place, especially when it comes to shared spaces inside or outside your home. Very cool. That's going to be dope for school. Okay. Oilprice.com. All right, let's check this out. This article is brought to you by Miss Irina Slav. Oil prices fall as U.S. dollar strengthens and China's economy struggles. Oil prices slid on Monday morning, with Brent falling below $86 per barrel and WTI trading at $82.31. Cents. China's economic woes combined with a strong U.S. dollar are weighing on oil prices. OPEC plus production cuts have significantly tightened oil markets, but oil traders will be watching China's economy closely. Crude oil prices slid in mid-morning Asia trade on Monday as China's economic recovery continues to disappoint while the U.S. dollar strengthens. Even with the slide, however, benchmarks remain much higher than they have been for months. Brent crude was trading slightly below $86 per barrel at the time of writing, and West Texas Intermediate was changing hands at over $82 per barrel finding support at that level despite the bearish signals. Support for oil prices also came from the International Energy Agency, which said in its latest monthly report it expected even higher prices this year. The agency also said, however, that it expected a sharp shrinkage in demand in 2024 due to what it called economic headwinds. The global economic outlook remains challenging in the face of soaring interest rates and tighter bank credit, squeezing businesses that are already having to cope with sluggish manufacturing and trade, the IEA said in its report. At the same time, however, the IEA acknowledged the tightening supply of oil thanks to OPEC plus cuts, which could cause global stock down, I'm sorry, drawdowns of 2.2 million barrels daily in the second half of the year. This in turn could lead to higher prices still. On the other hand, the oil market may be in for a correction, says Vandana Hari from Vanda Insights. Crude has been in overbought territory for some time now, defying expectations of a correction. It has been singularly focused on U.S. economic optimism to the exclusion of the increasingly stronger headwinds blowing in the Eurozone in China, Harry told Reuters. Bloomberg reports there's more important news due out this week from China. On Tuesday, the country will release industrial production data, including numbers 
for the refining industry. Meanwhile, the United States' expectations of a so-called soft landing are strengthening, serving to provide additional support to oil prices. on xda-developers.com PC Upgrade Guide How to Choose the Right Parts for Your Machine Upgrading your PC is not a question of if, but when. With countless options available, this guide decodes how to prioritize your PC upgrades wisely. By Tanvir Sign. The urge to upgrade your PC can often turn into a rabbit hole of never-ending research, unnecessary anxiety, and ultimately bad purchases. The allure of getting your hands on a shiny new graphics card or the latest CPU is tempting, but if, you, if your upgrade decisions are not guided by a focus on your specific use case, you can end up with decisions that are hard to take back. Upgrading your PC is an inevitable and ongoing process that could last for well over a decade. So it's important to learn how to prioritize upgrades for your PC. Whether you've built a computer yourself or own one of the best pre-built gaming PCs, you can easily install upgrades yourself. With this PC upgrade priority guide, you know exactly which parts will net you the biggest and most tangible performance gains for your use case. Upgrade to an SSD, solid state drive, leave the dark ages behind. You might know this already, but if you don't, switching to an SSD from an HDD is the single biggest performance jump you can make on a PC. If you still have a trusty old spinning hard drive in your desktop, PC, or laptop, a much faster SSD is the most obvious upgrade recommendation. It will bring unprecedented responsiveness to your system, especially if you install your operating system on it and want faster boot times. This is because SSD operate on flash memory instead of magnetic disk platters and moving parts, so they're much smaller and can move much, uh, much faster. And looking at the current storage prices, SSDs aren't as expensive as they used to be. You don't need to spend a lot on one of the best SSDs either. Even a cheaper SATA SSD will be over three times faster than a 7200 RPM hard drive. You can buy a decent 250 gigabyte SATA SSD for your operating system for as low as $15. Even if you have tons of data on your hard drives, you can get a one terabyte SATA SSD or even NVMe SSD for less than $40. An SSD will not just make your system snappier and newer, it will also benefit actual workloads during gaming, editing, rendering, or simply data transfer. Keep in mind that SSDs with DRAM will tend to perform better in scenarios where you need sustained high write speeds, like copying multiple files or using applications like Adobe Photoshop. For most users though, DRAM less SSDs will be just fine. So there's really no excuse to keep your system on life support any longer. Back up all of your data on your ancient HDD, give it a proper send off, 
install a new SSD and join the rest of us in the modern age. Number two, get new graphics cards. Unlock visual horsepower. Outside of storage, most modern PCs you buy will likely skimp on a good graphics card to save costs. If you bought a pre-built PC in the sub $1,000 range in the last three to four years, chances are that the GPU in your system is anything but high-end. And if you build one yourself, you wouldn't have managed to squeeze a decent graphics card into your budget. Considering the pricing, hell, we witnessed after the pandemic hit. This makes the graphics card the next likely component in your PC that might need upgrading. Installing a graphics card in your PC is largely a plug and play endeavor as long as you aren't running an ancient processor that'll bottleneck your GPU performance. You simply need a PLCE 3.0 slot in your motherboard and enough room in your case to fit the card. Upgrading your GPU is a costly affair. The latest RTX 4000 series and RX 7000 series graphics cards from NVIDIA and AMD respectively have seen huge markups compared to the previous gen cards. Thankfully, it doesn't hurt to buy a card that's a generation older if it packs enough power for your use case and saves you a pretty penny. When you've decided to upgrade, it makes much more sense to jump from an RTX 2000 series card to an RTX 4000 series card instead of getting an RTX 3000 series card. This is because successive generations of GPUs don't usually offer a performance bump that can justify the price premium you'll pay for them. Although you can definitely consider the RTX 3000 series if you're still rocking the GTX 1000 series. Upgrading to a significantly I'm sorry, upgrading to a significantly more powerful graphics card will almost always have a bigger impact on performance compared to buying a more powerful CPU, especially for gamers. If you're a serious gamer, running a card less powerful than the RTX 3060 or RX 6600 XT, they're going to be just enough for maxing out your 1080p monitor. If you want to upgrade, to 1440p high refresh rate gaming, then you need to get at least an RTX 3060 Ti or an equivalent graphics card. For those of you desiring a no compromise 1440p or 4K gaming experience, you probably need one of the best GPUs available. On the other hand, if you're a professional or enthusiast user, and need all the GPU horsepower you can get, you should simply go for the best, i.e. the RTX 4090. Even the RX 7900 XTX is a beast of a graphics card, and considering it costs nearly half of the RTX 4090, it should definitely be on your radar. You might also want to choose from the best PC power supply units, if your current PSU isn't enough to handle the graphics card you're upgrading to. Number three, move to a modern processor. Keep things fresh. Upgrading your CPU is slightly more complicated than swapping out your storage or graphics card because depending on the processor you're upgrading to, you might need a new motherboard and possibly new RAM. 
It's also more complicated and cumbersome to install a CPU on the motherboard. Lastly, a new processor doesn't always net huge performance gains in your workload unless you're jumping between multiple generations of CPUs. In most cases, you'll probably see a minor frame per second boost in games and depending on your productivity workloads, a small to medium performance increase. But this doesn't mean a processor upgrade is any less important. CPUs might last for a long time before you really need an upgrade. But running an older CPU might hold the overall performance of your system back. For instance, a four core processor is likely to bottleneck your modern graphics card. Similarly, for other multi-threaded workloads, you might need to upgrade to one of the best CPUs of the day for impressive performance. Jumping to AMD's latest Ryzen 7000 processors will require you to buy a new AM5 motherboard and DDR5 RAM. Hence, upgrading your CPU should only be done after careful consideration of your case and your use case and your upgrade budget. Number four, upgrade your RAM, more speed and capacity. It's commonly known that insufficient RAM amounts to lackluster performance on PCs. Any computer needs enough memory to accommodate all running programs. Otherwise, you'll experience delays in program execution. While this was more common on older systems that used to ship with 4 gigabytes or even 8 gigabytes of RAM, modern PCs with 16 gigabytes or more memory can handle almost any task unless you have multiple heavy-duty programs running alongside multiple browser tabs open in the background. If your PC has less than 16 gigabytes of RAM, you should consider an upgrade. Installing RAM modules on the motherboard is fairly simple too, as long as you have empty slots and you're installing the same type of frequency of RAMs as your existing modules. Another reason for upgrading RAM could be the need for faster modules. On DD4 systems, you don't really need to go beyond 3600 MHz for optimum performance. DDR5 RAM modules, on the other hand, are newer and much faster, and you'll be fine with anything above 5200 MHz or 6000 MHz. Be in the sweet spot. It's important to know, however, that DDR5 RAM comes with an early adopter tax and is far costlier than the DDR4 RAM. Unless you're building a new system from scratch, it might be prudent to go with a DDR4 RAM upgrade on your existing computer instead of switching to the newer standard. As we discussed above, a DDR5 RAM upgrade will require a DDR5 motherboard as well as a DDR5 compatible processor. Faster RAM can net you some performance boosts in games and other workloads, but the gains are slim. Capacity generally has a greater impact on your system performance than RAM speed, but if you don't want to leave any performance on the table, buying one of the best RAM for gaming might make more sense for you. Number five, don't forget cooling. Avoid thermal throttling. 
you might have equipped your rig with a BP CPU and graphics card, but without adequate cooling in your case, you might be losing performance. Modern processors, graphics card, and even some SSDs have become quite power hungry and need above average cooling hardware to keep them from hitting their thermal limits. For Ryzen 7000 or Intel 13th generation processors with 100 watts plus TDPs, you ought to upgrade to one of the best CPU coolers available. Stock coolers are fine if you're running a non-overclocked 65 watt TDP processor, such as the Ryzen 5 7600 or the Intel i5 13400. But for more powerful chips, it's better to upgrade. Fortunately, you don't need to stretch for an expensive liquid AIO cooler. Budget air coolers will be just fine for modern 6 core chips. As for graphics card, try to get one that has decent thermal performance. Most non FE cards from NVIDIA feature adequate heat sinks and cooling fans to keep things from getting toasty. Story doesn't end with the CPU cooler. Your case should have sufficient airflow to be able to cool the other components as well as maintain a steady supply of cool air to support your CPU cooler and GPU fans. You could install the best case fans and invest in one of the best airflow cases if your system lacks sufficient cooling. Installing a CPU cooler is no longer a complicated process even if you're working with a 36 millimeter AIO. Invest in peripherals enhance overall experience. Once you've considered the core components of your PC, from CPU and GPU to storage and RAM, you might want to look at quality peripherals. Things like a large high refresh rate monitor, mechanical keyboard, mouse with a high grade sensor, and decent pair of headphones can go a long way in improving your overall PC experience and increasing your efficiency in both gaming and work scenarios. You might already have a stock keyboard and mouse and a 60Hz monitor that you consider more than enough for your usage, but upgrading each of them can greatly enhance your performance from a technical standpoint and tie a neat little bow around your otherwise high-end PC. For instance, buying one of the best monitors available will help you get a bigger, faster, more color-accurate display to experience the power of your PC. Be careful when shelling out for a high-end 4K monitor, as it won't make much sense if you don't also have a high-end GPU that can churn out enough frames at 4K resolution. You should try to balance the monitor's resolution and refresh rate with the graphics card in your build so that you're not wasting dollars on something that doesn't feel like an upgrade. Going a step further and investing in the best wireless keyboards, wireless mice, and wireless headsets can help you achieve a clean and clutter-free setup. These parts might be near the end of the priority list, but don't underestimate the importance of good peripherals in boosting the value you derive from your machine. Number seven, consider software upgrades. Newer is sometimes better. We've extensively covered the hardware side of things, 
But what about software? Your PC's performance also depends on the software you're running from your operating system to the version of your favorite programs. You can consider finally leaving Windows 10 behind and installing Windows 11 on your PC. Windows 11 brings many performance improvements and quality of life features to users such as direct storage for faster load times in games. Apart from the operating system, you can also look at downloading the latest versions of programs like Microsoft Office, Adobe Photoshop, Blender, DaVinci Resolve, and more to leverage the latest features and productivity improvements. Another solid recommendation is to keep your drivers updated and install critical Windows updates as and when they arrive. This will keep your PC safe from security exploits and allow you to always extract the maximum performance from your system. Upgrade or die. Make your choice. While it doesn't have to be that dramatic, the PC tech trends tends to get obsolete sooner than later, especially in the wake of today's product cycles. If you're someone who values top performance and wants to keep their PC up to date, you have to make important upgrade choices now and then. This guide will hopefully help you choose those upgrades wisely in a way that enables you to maximize the performance gains you generate. That was an excellent article. A lot of, lot of bites there to you guys. All right. So we're back at Routers. And we're going back to Asian markets. China's country garden seeks to delay onshore bond repayment, fanning market ears by Claire Jim and Shu Yang Wan. All right, here we go. Hong Kong, Beijing, August 14. Country Garden, China's largest private developer, is seeking to delay payment on a private offshore bond for the first time, a source said after suspending trading in 11 onshore bonds, sending its shares plunging to a record low on Monday. Anxiety spread through markets following the warrior news from Country Garden, putting Beijing under mounting pressure to deliver support for the ailing real estate sector in order to shore up confidence in a stuttering economy. Once considered a more financially sound developer, Country Garden shares dived 18.4% to Hong Kong 0.8% on Monday, dragging down the Hang Seng Mainland Properties Index, which dropped 3.7%. The stock has lost 50% so far this month. Some offshore markets, including the United Kingdom's exporter-heavy FTSC 100, edged lower on Monday as worries mounted over China's economic recovery and its debt-laden property market. Country Garden's difficulties will have a chilling effect on home buyers and financial institutions with more privately, property, privately held private property companies close to a tipping point if financial support does not materialize soon. Two Chinese-listed companies said over the weekend, that they had not received payment on maturing investment products from Zonggrong International Trust Co., adding to the stress in a financial market already roiled by a property sector downturn. A core pillar of China's economy, the real estate sector, has suffered 
Sunderland sales, tight liquidity, and a series of developer defaults since late 2021, with China Evergrande Group at the center of the debt crisis. Weak overseas demand, tepid domestic consumption, and persistent problems in the property sector have been major factors in the economy's struggles to mount a solid post-COVID recovery as shown by another set of weak data released last week. Significantly underperforming, Chinese property giant Country Garden has consistently underperformed the Hang Seng mainland properties in there since mid-2022. It stayed with the index and even overperformed it prior to 2022. Related routers graphics. Country Garden's offshore bond also eased, with a few trending at the lower end of six cents on the dollar earlier. Most have since firmed slightly. The firm proposed to creditors to extend repayment for an onshore private bond due September the second, with an outstanding 3.9 billion yuan by three years in seven installments. A source with direct knowledge said on Monday. Country Garden declined to comment. In separate filings during the weekend, the developer said it will suspend trading in 11 of its onshore bonds from Monday in a move that traders said usually signals plans to seek repayment extensions. In September alone, Country Garden may need to repay more than 9 billion yuan, $1.25 billion worth of worth of onshore bonds, according to Router's calculations. The suspension of its onshore bonds followed a report by Chinese media, Yikai, on Friday that the company was heading for a debt restructuring after it missed payments of $2 bond coupons due on August 6, totaling $22.5 million. Shares of its property management unit Country Garden Services fell more than 10%. According to company registry portal Quichacha, a services unit of Country Garden offloaded its 51% stake in Wuhan-based network technology company, while Chief Strategic Officer of Country Garden Services also resigned from the firm's chairman. Country Garden Services did not immediately respond to requests for comment. Its woes are adding to spillover concerns across a property market already grappling with weak buyer demand. The problem in the sector have been brewing for a long time. It wiped off the wealth effect among investors and no one wanted to buy property now, said Dickie Wong, executive director at Kingston Securities. Critical moment. Wong said the sector's impact on the economy has reached a critical moment and that regulators should implement more policies, including further cutting interest rates and reserve ratios. China's economy grew at a frail pace in the second quarter as demands weakened at home and abroad prompting top leaders to promise further policy, support, and analysts to downgrade their growth forecast for the year. The state-owned China Jamao said 
in a filing on Sunday. It is expected to post 80% decline in net profits in the first half of this year due to a drop in gross profit margin in some projects and decrease in land development revenue. Its Hong Kong listed shares slumped 4.1% on Monday. Shares and bonds of Longford Group and Season Group, two remaining larger private developers still considered financially healthy, have been under pressure since the debt troubles in Country Garden came to light. Their shares dropped 1.8% and 3.6% respectively on Monday. In an effort to boost market confidence, Longford has transfer funds worth 1.7 billion yuan ahead of the repayment date for an onshore bond maturing on Thursday, a source with direct knowledge said. The Beijing-based developer recently also repaid early another Hong Kong 3.2 billion at Hong Kong 15.3 billion five-year syndicated loan due in January 2024 making early repayments totaling Hong Kong 7.2 billion so far. The person said adding the firm plan to repay the remaining amount by the end of this year. Caliase and Debwire were the first to report the onshore and offshore repayments respectively. Longford declined to comment. Reporting by Claire Jim in Hong Kong and Xu Wang in Beijing. Addition or additional reporting by Yuang Lin and in Beijing and Hong Wei Li in Shanghai. Edited by Jacqueline Wong, Sheree Navaratam, Simone Cameron Moore. Pretty cool. What you guys think about that? I predicted that. I was right on the money. Toyota recalls Tundra models in largest recall this year by CNN. New York City. Toyota has issued a voluntary recall for certain 2022 and 2023 Tundra and Tundra hybrid trucks in its largest recall for 2023. The manufacturer announced Thursday 168,000 vehicles in the United States have a plastic fuel tube which could rub against the brake line and develop a fuel leak. The leak could potentially cause a fire in the presence of an ignition source, Toyota added. The company will replace the tool for free and is preparing to make the replacement parts available. In the meantime, Toyota said its dealers will install protective materials and a clamp on the fuel tube at no cost to customers. Toyota will notify vehicle owners who are affected by the faulty part by early October. Owners can visit toyota.com forward slash recall and enter their VIN number or license plate information to see whether their car is included in the recall. This is the seventh recall involving the 2022 or 2023 Tundra model. Previous recalls included problems with the car's electronic parking brake system, loose axle nuts, and software issue with the vehicle's rear view camera. In March, Toyota conducted a safety recall in the United States of about 130,000 2022 and 2023 Tundras due to a truck bed cover that could detach from the vehicle, making it a potential crash hazard. The most recent Tundra recall was on July 7th, 
It involved improperly welded chains, which are used to hold the spare tire underneath the vehicle. CNN has reached out to Toyota for comment. This article is brought to you by NoBookCheck.net. Google Pixel Watch 2. FCC reveals no UWB support and new watch band options for Pixel Watch successor. The FCC has now published initial documentation for what is believed to be the Pixel Watch 2. Apparently, Google has prepped three variants, including a US-specific cellular option. Two new metal watch band options may be available too. Although the Pixel Watch 2 appears to lack rumored UWB integration by Alex Alderson. The Federal Communications Commission has certified an unreleased Google smartwatch, a crucial step before devices release in the United States. Currently, the smartwatch is presumed to be the Pixel Watch 2, which is presumed to be on track for an autumn release with the Pixel 8 and the Pixel 8 Pro. Incidentally, a promotional video showing the latter an audio magic eraser also recently leaked, which we have covered separately. Seemingly, Google has created three Pixel Watch 2 variants, distinguished by their connectivity options. Based on the documentation published so far, G4TSL is the Bluetooth and Wi-Fi only version of the Pixel Watch 2 with GC3, G8, and GD2WG serving as regional cellular models. As 9 to 5 Google notes, the latter support for more LTE bands makes it a candidate for the US cellular model with Google likely offering GC3 G8 in other markets. The website adds that it cannot find reference to ultra-wideband support for any of the three models. Contrary to a previous leak, while Google may have included ultra-wideband in earlier prototypes, the FCC would have documented its inclusion if it were present. Thus, it appears that the Pixel watch may have missed out on the nascent functionality for another generation. Separately, the FCC mentions that it tested the Pixel Watch 2 with four straps, including the, the mesh mesh that Google revealed for the Pixel Watch. Okay. With the Pixel Watch 2, expected to retain its predecessor's proprietary watch straps, the metal mesh may yet receive a release. The same listing reference as Metal Slim Strap 2, which may well be a completely new accessory, although pricing and renders have not surfaced yet. Various other Pixel Watch 2 details have already leaked, as have pictures of first-party watch faces. Oh, 
Almost there, guys. Almost there. Back to routers. Okay. And sustainable finance and reporting, stakeholder engagement, mergers and acquisitions, shareholders, activism, corporate structure. Agnelli's Families, Exor, buys 2.8 billion stake in Phillips by Toby Sterling and Bar H. Mayer. Summary. Italy's Exor takes 15% with option to increase to 20%. Booster Phillips after major product recall. Exor to take board seat at Phillips. Amsterdam. Exor NV or Exor.AS. The investment arm of Italy's Agnelli family has become the top investor in Philips PHG.AS by buying 15% of the hair care technology group for about 2.6 billion euros or 2.8 billion US dollars, the company said. The deal is a welcome vote of confidence in the Dutch company, which is in the late stages of a huge product recall that began in 2021, that knocked two birds off its share price. Philips shares rose 5% to 19.42 euros by 9.43 GMT. The group combines two of the three sectors XOR targets in its investment strategy, healthcare and technology. The third sector is luxury. Exor purchased a stake on the open market and may later raise it up to 20% under a relationship agreement with Philips. It will take a seat on the company's supervisory board. Until then, it will take part in meetings as an observer, a person close to Exor said. While not an activist investor, Exor aims to play an active role in supporting Philips' strategy, the source said. Exor's substantial investment underlines their confidence in Philips' transformation into a healthcare technology company and its growth and value potential, Philips' chairman, Fake Sebisma, said in a statement. Philips' executives told the media call that Exor had been researching a possible investment since last year with the share purchases, which triggered disclosure requirements under Exornet rules came together in only several days with the assistance of an unnamed investment bank. Exor, led by John Elkin, 47, the leading figure among Italy's Agnelli clan, still has some 2 billion euros left to invest after taking holdings in French healthcare group in Stuart Marriott's an Italian hospital manager, LifeNet. Italy's most prominent business family also owns a stake in luxury shoemakers Christian Labotin. New York-born Alcanis chairs a company's, I'm sorry, chairs car companies Stellantis and Ferrari, both an Exor's portfolio with other investments such as The Economist magazine and Italian soccer club Juventus. ING analysts said Exor's investment currently focuses on listed firms because they are more interesting from a valuation perspective than private markets, where values have not yet caught up with reality. 
Phillips shares have rallied by 35% this year to close at 18.50 euros on Friday. That compares with more than 60 euros per share before the recall. On top of being a med tech company, Phillips is also perceived as a value stock, having been impacted by the Reciprocal recall saga ING set. Phillips has taken a 575 million euro provisions for lawsuits related to the recall, and CEO Roy Jacobs said on Monday that Exor has not received any information beyond what has been made public about its ongoing talks with the U.S. Department of Justice over a settlement. Phillips last month reported core profit of 453 million euros and slightly upgraded financial targets for the full year. Additional reporting by Valentina Zia in Milan, edited by Kim Colgill, David Goodman, and Suzanne Fenton. That's pretty cool. Okay, moving on. Okay, let's see how we get through this. Okay, stock markets today, dot futures gain, Asian markets tumble. Tesla stocks trade lower pre-market after company cuts some prices in China. Where is the bottom for China's housing market and its ailing property developers? That's a question global investors are seeking and asking after more bad news out of Country Garden. Supposedly, one of the industry's strongest players helped push Hong Kong stocks down on Monday. Currency markets are also choppy with the ruble fading past 100 per dollar the weakest since March 2022, or shortly after Russia invaded Ukraine. And Friday's hot supplier information data sent the yen to a nine-month low, but fueling expectations for a bigger gap between the United States and Japanese monetary policy. Meanwhile, index futures are ticking higher. Investors will get a new series of readouts on the health of the consumer this week including retail sales and data, and Home Depot results Tuesday, and Target and Walmart earnings later this week. Fed minutes are due Wednesday. In recent trading, index futures advance, contracts tied to the S&P 500, the Dow Jones Industrials, and the NASDAQ 100 rose between 0.2% and 0.4%. Bonds were muted. The benchmark 10-year U.S. Treasury yield drifted lower from Friday's 14.166% close. Tesla slipped pre-market after it cut some prices in China. Chinese indexes declined. Hong Kong's Hang Seng lost 1.6%, while the Shanghai Composite fell 0.3%. Japan's Nikkei 225 fell 1.3%, and South Korea's Kospi lost 0.8%. Country Garden extended its losing streak. Its 18% decline Monday marked the developer's second biggest slide on record. And back to Tesla. Tesla's the talk of the town right now. <laughs> I wonder what the what the Rivian investors are saying right now. Okay. Please log on to marketwise.com and fast forward to automobiles. This is brought to you by Mike Murphy. Tesla cuts prices for some Model Y versions in China 
as price war ramps back up. Reference symbols Tesla, negative 1.10%, SPX, negative 0.011%. Tesla Incorporated continued to ratchet up a price war in China, cutting the cost of two versions of its Model Y SUV by about $1,900 each on Sunday. The price of a long-range Model Y was cut by 14,000 yuan to 299,900 yuan, while the Model Y performance version was reduced by the same amount to 349,900 yuan. That amounts to savings of 4.5% and 3.8% respectively. Tesla also announced it will offer a limited-time insurance subsidy of 8,000 yuan for its entry-level Model 3 in China. An electric vehicle maker, or I'm sorry, the electric vehicle maker has been tweaking prices worldwide over the past year, but especially in China, where Tesla faces stiff competition from Chinese EV makers. Prices for some Tesla models have been slashed more than 15%, and Bloomberg News reported earlier this year as some Chinese-made Tesla models were selling for 50% less than in the United States and Europe, threatening the bottom line for some Tesla's rivals forced to cut prices in order to compete. The latest price cuts comes after a short-lived truce on reckless price wars that was encouraged by the Chinese government and agreed upon by Tesla and 15 other automakers in early July. After Tesla's last quarterly prediction and production report, in early July, analysts expressed concerns about the company's narrowing margins amid the ongoing price cuts. We believe Tesla will need to further reduce pricing and or increase promotional activity this year and or next year, incrementally pressuring margins, bursting analyst Tony Scacconi wrote on a July note. When Tesla reported quarterly earnings later in July, its margins were worse than expected, but better than feared, despite the aggressive price cuts. In early August, however, Tesla reported China deliveries slumped 31% in July to their lowest point of the year. Tesla shares have soared 97% year-to-date compared to the S&P 500 SPX of 16% gains. Let's see if that's going to wrap it up for us for today. Okay, here we go. Samsung Galaxy deals. Flip 5 and Fold 5 phones debut with up to $1,000 credit. This article is brought to you by Don Maguire, NJ Advanced Media for NJ.com. Okay, so here we go. Samsung's latest Galaxy Z phones are here with a big offer that's hard to pass up. The tech retailers offering the Fold 5 and Flip 5 phones with up to $1,000 credit and upgraded storage capacity. The Galaxy Z Fold 5 is on sale for $1,800, 
instead of $1,920. It also comes with up to $1,000 in instant trading credits, if eligible. The Galaxy Flip 5 costs $1,000 and includes up to $600 in instant trading credits. These phones are the latest releases from Samsung that come in several colorways. Samsung's Fold 5 has a large 7.6 inch foldable screen and dual app viewing when using the phone. It is available in black, icy blue, cream, gray, and blue. The new Flip 5 model is designed as a pocket-sized device with a flex window cover screen. The phone is available in mint, lavender, graphite, blue, green, gray, cream, and yellow. Very cool. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, so that's going to wrap everything up for today's market recap. Please like, subscribe, and share. I want you all to have an amazing day. May you conquer everything in your path. May everything that you touch turn into solid gold. Always remember to dream big because dreams come true. It happened to me, and I know for a fact it's going to happen to you. We got to get to Future Tech Plus. want to thank you guys for coming through, and we'll see you guys tomorrow morning. We'll talk more about what's going on with China. I knew that this bubble was going to peak out, and this is the pressure curve right here, so we're going to follow it in order to determine what we're going to do in our investments. So thank you guys so much, and we'll see you next time.